Storm Bowling Products, the Bowlers Company, presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Tim Berg and Kendall Miles. Above180.com's Tim Berg and Storm's web content manager and former collegiate bowler at Weber International University, Kendall Miles, are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Tim and Kendall. Joining me on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is A.J. Johnson. A.J. bowled collegiately at McKendree University. He was named the Collegiate Most Valuable Player and First Team All-American in 2013 and 2014 and recently won the Storm Lucky Masters Tournament that took place in Sweden. A.J., it's Tim Berg here. Thank you for joining me today. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me. I uh, I appreciate it. Um, you know, the all the chances that we've gotten to talk, I've uh, I've enjoyed it, and uh, I've uh, I've definitely looked forward to uh, to this one. That's for sure. Yes, uh, certainly. So let's talk about this. You captured your first career title not too long ago at the the Storm Lucky Larson Masters. What's going through your mind? Have you been able to put into perspective now that you're back home on on U.S. soil? What the win means to you, and then probably to all the people reaching out and, and just wishing you congratulations, knowing the long road you've taken to to where you're at now. Yeah, um, you know, I've been home for uh, for a few days. We got home uh, kind of late Monday night. Um, had a couple of days uh, at home to chill. Actually, uh, got to play golf today uh, for a little while, enjoying the enjoying the weather here at home, uh, for as long as possible, uh, before we start getting to those cooler fall temperatures. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I've, uh, you know, as much as people have asked me and, and, uh, as much as, as people have, have reached out, it, it's been hard to put it in words. Um, you know, and I, and I've, and I've said this multiple times, you know, I don't know that it's hard to put in words because of, you know, because of the situation and, you know, being that, being that it was the last event of the year for us to, to win a title, you know, or if it's, if it's because, you know, and it was my first and, and, you know, everything that's gone into it or, or if it's because of, you know, everything I've done before, you know, feeling like this is, you know, just another one, you know, part of the things that I've accomplished before feeling like I've, I've already done this. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not quite sure what part of it it is, but I, I do know that, I, um, you know, I, I've been very overwhelmed with, uh, with the amount of people that have reached out and, and the things that have been said to me, uh, commented, um, the messages that I've gotten, the, uh, the phone calls I've received. Um, you know, I, I just, I never really, re- I never realized, you know, how truly people have been, you know, paying attention and, um, and I, and I think that's just because I've been wrapped up so much in, you know, what, in my career and what I've been doing. And, you know, I've been involved in so many, in, in so many lows and, and some of the highs that I've been a part of that, you know, I don't really, I don't realize, you know, how many people have been watching and following and, and paying attention to what I've been doing and in the process of what I've been doing. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm extremely grateful. I, the things that have been said have, you know, I, I, I have realized it's, um, you know, it, it gives me chills to talk about because, um, you know, I never realized some of those things that, that people felt, some of the things that they said. And, and it's, um, 
you know, it's pretty, it's pretty special, um, you know, for myself and, you know, for my family and those close to me to read some of those things. So, um, you know, it's been, it's been, it's been a crazy, crazy couple of weeks. I, I, I can tell you that. And, uh, and I, I'm still trying to respond to everyone. I'm still, still reading all the messages, still reading the, the comments and the, and the things that, um, that people are saying. And, and it's, um, you know, it, all, all I can really say to all of it is that it's just going to make me, it's going to make me work even harder. It's going to make me continue on the path that I'm do, that I'm going, um, you know, make me, you know, want to strive for even more and reach new heights and reach new levels. Um, and, uh, and just ultimately, you know, get back to, to that feeling because, uh, that feeling that I felt Sunday night was, uh, was something that I definitely want to continue feeling for uh, for the rest of my career. That's for sure. So when you go back and um, and maybe you've done this yet, maybe you still haven't. Is there anything in, in preparation for the tournament? You made some big key shots leading up to the step ladder, but certainly in the step ladder as well. Is there anything? Regarding your, and maybe it's two separate questions here, but is there anything different on the preparation front that you did that you, you're going to use moving forward that you're like, gosh, I can't believe I, I hadn't been doing this when you, when, you've, when you fell in just a little bit short? Um, you know, I, 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 don't really, I don't really know, um, you know that there's been a whole lot of differences because of the amount of work and the amount of, you know, time that I've, I've spent working on my game and, you know, whether that's, um, whether that's physically, mentally, um, you know, I, I've, I've made a lot of conscious, conscious efforts into putting more effort into, you know, those areas and the areas that I feel like I've struggled before. Um, you know, I, I, I felt, you know, I, I still feel some certain times and I'm sure, you know, my girlfriend and, and those closest to me could probably, you know, second me on this, but, you know, I'm, I'm extremely hard on myself. Um, sometimes I'm not very nice to myself, you know, while I'm competing because, you know, I, I, I know what I expect of myself. I, I know, you know, in front of me, what, you know, what I have and, and what I can get out of, you know, a certain pair or a game or whatever. And, and, you know, I get frustrated when, you know, I do something myself to not allow me to get as much out of that game or whatever, that shot um, that I can. So, um, you know, I spent a lot of time earlier in this, uh, or actually at the end of um, August that uh, with, with Team USA, um, where we got to spend a lot of time each day working on our game and kind of fixing some things. So, you know, I owe a lot of credit to that week and those coaches, um, and, and helping me, uh, because, you know, I really worked on a lot of different things that week to, to get my game in a, in a better position for the Lucky Larson and the PBA league, um, uh, and the LBC finals, um, and later this month, because that was, you know, pretty much all we had. So I, I, I did, I did hunker down and work, you know, quite a bit harder, um, over the last few weeks leading up to the Lucky Larson and, um, you know, really felt like my game was in a good spot. I just needed to execute. And then throughout the year, um, I spent a lot of time working mentally. I worked with a guy named Brian Kane, um, who, uh, who's done a lot of great stuff with me. I, I flew out to him in Phoenix, um, spent a few days with him and, and really got me on a, on a better path, um, 
to uh, to continue going forward. Um, and sometimes I stray away from it. Sometimes I get away from it and and you know let myself you know I, I eat myself up a little bit because I'm my worst critic. Um, and uh, and so I just have to you know remind myself to get back on it and get back on you know what we've been working on. Um, and then you know just keying in on those on those physical keys while I'm bowling. Um, that allow me to throw, you know, better shots throughout a game and, and throughout an entire tournament. Um, and then when, you know, when I got in the finals, you know, I just, you know, I felt like I had a really good look that whole week. And I just, I just told myself, you know, allow yourself to throw great shots, you know, give yourself, give yourself a chance. Um, and, you know, whatever happened will happen. And, um, and the other part of it was, you know, I'm sitting there getting ready for the stepladder and then even in the final match, I'm like, you know, you've been in this position so many times and you've, you've failed, you know, for lack of better terms, you've, you've failed. So, you know, there, why be afraid of that? There's no reason to be afraid of that now. Just, just execute and just, just let it happen. And, and I've, I've never, I haven't felt uh, that sense of calmness in, in a title match in a long time. Um, so I really think that helped uh, a lot and allowed me to throw some really great shots down the stretch of that game um, uh, to lock it up against Jesper. AJ, this is the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast. Going back to your time in college, you were college most valuable player, first team All-American at McKendree. Right now there's um, the college, the collegiate bowling season is starting. It's underway. We've had a lot of, you know, seen a lot of people have their, a lot of universities having their tryouts what would your advice be to someone who's been at the top of the college game to someone who maybe they tried out for the college team and maybe maybe they didn't make it maybe they're or maybe they're on JV and they wanted their goal was to be on varsity how can you what would you say to them to keep them to think that you know that all isn't lost that they still have a place in collegiate bowling and, and bowling in general yes that's a great question um you know, I, somebody that, you know, for myself coming in, you know, I, I wanted to make a difference right away in a, in a college program bowling wise, you know, I really wanted to be a staple. I wanted to be a guy that, you know, people could lean on, um, and, and you know, all of those in all those aspects. Um, and I guess one of what, you know, one of the best things I could tell somebody who, you know, has tried out and is, you know, still working is, you know, first and foremost, continue to work hard, you know, have a conversation with your coaches to figure out those things that, that they see that you need to work on and and go and work on that. You know, being a part of a college program, you have access to the practice time and the lanes and, you know, the avenues to go and and get that work in um, and, and, and go and put that work in, you know, be, be disciplined, you know, in yourself and in your time uh, to go and put that work in and not just get complacent you know, whether, you know, whether you're at the top and you're, you know, you're good on the team or you're working to get on uh, that varsity team and, and make, you know, be a guide to, uh, to contribute is, you know, be disciplined with, with your time and your efforts in and working hard and getting better. Um, and the other part of it is, you know, I, I, uh, I think it goes without saying Michael Jordan was cut from his varsity basketball team. Michael Jordan didn't start, you know, at North Carolina when he first came in. Um, and he ended up being one of the greatest players of all time. And, and, I, and, and all that goes towards is the, the time and effort and work that he put in to 
continue to get better and continue to get to the, the point uh, of his game that, um, that he knew he was at. Um, and, and that's having those conversations. That's, that's, you know, being, uh, honest with yourself and, and knowing, you know, Hey, you know, I really do need to get better at these things. I need to, and, you know, I need to get better at spares. I need to, um, you know, get better at my speed control or, you know, whatever, whatever, the, whatever it is, you know, there's a, there's a ton of different variables in, in bowling. Um, but it's, it's being honest with yourself and being disciplined to go and put in that work because, um, those things don't go unnoticed. And, and when coaches see that, that, uh, that the work is being put in, when coaches see that you are, uh, devoting yourself to, um, to doing all that you can, uh, they notice that and, um, and you're going to end up in a position that you'll want to be in. You maybe not right away, but, uh, by the time you're, you know, whenever your time is done at that school, you will, you will know that, uh, you, you've been able to contribute because you've, you've done everything that you can, uh, to do so. So one of the favorite, uh, questions that my co-host Kendall Miles usually will ask on these podcasts, Kendall's on, uh, special assignment this week and not joining us today on the on the pod but one of the questions he likes to ask is what would what would a younger what would the the 30 year old AJ Johnson tell the younger version of himself going back oh man that is uh that is such a hard question (laughs) um you know that's it's tough because um up until this point, um, you know, I've, I've, I've done, you know, a lot at every level and and gotten to the point at every level up until the the PBA that, um, you know, I felt like I've been uh, on top. I felt like I've been, you know, the guy, the, you know, the, the, uh, you know, been a dominating factor. Um, And, and a lot of that goes to the, the work ethic, um, that I had and still have, um, you know, I don't think I'm sitting in this position now after being on tour for seven full seasons, um, without having a win to now finally getting that win. If I didn't have the work ethic that I've always had as a kid and even throughout college, um, you know, I may, I may not have always been the first person at practice. You know, my college teammates like to joke with me on, on some of that, but I was always the last one to leave. Um, I, uh, I always, you know, found different ways to get better. I found um, a lot of different avenues to go about that. And uh, I guess now, um, I guess the person that I am now, I would tell myself when I was younger and, and even probably even recently, you know, my early years on tour is to just maybe be a little nicer to myself um, and, um give myself a lot, give myself more credit than, than what I have. Um, I, I, you know, I've said I'm my worst critic and, um, I tend to, you know, look at a lot of the things of, you know, yeah, that's all well and good in the past, but I haven't, you know, I haven't reached the heights that I thought I should have, or I haven't done this yet. I haven't done that. I have, you know, it's just all these little things and, and it's allowed me to kind of screen or, or block off some of the great things that I have done. And, um, and I would probably tell myself to just embrace that and, 
be nicer to myself and give myself more credit to allow myself to, to, to be greater and, um, to be better on the lanes and, and get to, you know, different levels and new heights, you know, that maybe I haven't reached until now. AJ, I remember when I was doing some announcing for the PBA coming out there and, and you and um, Marshall Kent were, were some of the, the, at least what I consider or believe to be the early pioneers in, in the gym heading to the workout regimen and being constantly trying to keep your guy, you know, keep yourself in shape between the protein drinks, between, you know, gym and, and working out and staying physically fit. Going back now, how, how has that helped your, your bowling career? And then even contrast that with some people that you maybe see who didn't take it quite as serious now and are just on the north side of 30, how, uh, how maybe things are changing. Or what have, how have you noticed that to help you as you, um, as you also just, uh, again, just uh, turn thir- you know, just a little bit past 30 there? Yeah, no, I, I think it's extremely important. And I, I feel like a lot of what I've done in the past has, has helped me now. You know, I've, um, I've kind of geared some of it back a little bit now, um, where I'm doing more, um, I'm doing more of, um, physio work, uh, that's, you know, small motor movements. Um, it's, uh, you know, more stuff with, um, um, stretching, flexibility, uh, core, uh, core strength and, um, excuse me. And, um, doing more of the, uh, the recovery side of it. Um, so that I, you know, I'm, I'm not having to worry about those little ailments and, you know, little tweaks here and there. Um, but definitely, you know, prior to this with, you know, the time that I've spent in the gym and the strength training and things like that is definitely, you know, I, I feel like kind of given me, a physical advantage and, you know, in bowling where, you know, from block to block and, you know, going from tournaments, traveling overseas, traveling domestically, driving the tournaments, flying the tournaments, you know, I, I, uh, I can get to an event and do a few things here and there and get my body ready before, you know, I have to bowl, um, and not have to feel those, um, not have to feel those little aches, you know, here and there from the travels and stuff like that, because, you know, I've done a lot of the work and I've done a lot of, you know, training up until that point. Um, so I don't really have to worry about my body kind of getting in the way. I can just worry about bowling and, and trying to figure out, you know, that tournament that week or that pattern or that, you know, that event, whatever it may be. Um, you know, actually, I, I haven't really got to speak on it a whole lot, but prior to the Lucky Larson, um, I was actually training. Um, I, I had a little time off, so I was trying to do a little bit more strength training uh, along with the, um, the cardio and the, uh, uh, and the flexibility stuff. And I, I was deadlifting and, and I, uh, I, I kind of tweaked my back a little bit and, uh, I went and saw, you know, one of the guys that, you know, fortunately has come apart with me, uh, or come on board with me. Um, his name is Paul Schroeder. He, uh, he owns fast track physio and, uh, he's put his logo on my Jersey and, you know, I really rely on him. Um, you know, with a lot of these little things and, and these small motor movements to, to get my body in the right way, in the right, um, get my body in, in, in the right, uh, frame, you know, before, you know, going into bowling tournaments and things like that to get the muscles activated that need to be activated. And, uh, and I was, I was trying to do everything I could on my own. And I was like, you know what, I just need to go and see him and see what I'm, you know, not doing that he can help me with. And he gave me a series of little exercises that I did every morning when I was over in Sweden, 
uh, before I went and bowled. Um, and I can honestly say that my back feels better than it did before I, I hurt it because of these things. And it's, it's having people like that in your corner and having, you know, those people that you can rely on and talk to about those things that, that can really help with the longevity of, uh, of a bowling career because, you know, you know, yeah, I, you know, I can go in the gym, do all the strength training and things I want and stuff, but I also have to have the, the flexibility and, um, and the, the, the right small muscle movements, uh, to get the body in the right, in the right way, in the right, um, uh, get the body moving the right way before bowling, uh, to really help with all that stuff. Uh, so I, I feel like it's been extremely important. I feel like a lot of the stuff I did early has been a big help. And, and I feel like the things I'm doing now, um, are just going to be even more important. Um, now that I'm getting into my thirties, you know, just turned 31 at the beginning of this month. So, you know, doing more of these types of exercises and more flexibility, um, along with, you know, some of the strength training, I, I feel like is going to be an even bigger help and a bigger advantage, um, going forward for sure. You alluded to it earlier. Your final event for the uh, PBA players is up at Bayside Bowl, the PBA League taking place. How do you how do you get your mind ready for a tournament like that? Such a unique format, such a different format, a different atmosphere. Everything is different when you head up to Portland and bowl. How are you preparing for the tournament, and what can we expect when we tune in? Oh man, you know there's. Uh... On my end, you know, there's there's no really getting ready for it because I absolutely love uh, that event. I love being a part of it. I love everything about it. I love going to Bayside with the fans and how loud they are um, and the cheering while we're bowling and the, the team aspect. You know, I've done a lot of great bowling, um, a part of teams, whether that's back, you know, from high school into college bowling and then, you know, now with Team USA – and even with the PBA league, you know, I, I love bowling a part of a team. Uh, there's nothing more fun. Um, and you know, the, us, us, you know, tour players don't really get to kind of get out of our shells and comfort zones a little bit like we can with a team with the PBA league. And you see a lot of, you see a lot of personalities. You see a lot of things kind of come out of players in that event that you wouldn't normally see. And it's, and it's just a lot of fun. Um, they they do a great job up at Bayside, um, and you know I'm I'm obviously I, I've been bowling for a little while, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bowl a couple nights a league. I'm gonna practice a little bit to get myself ready, make sure I'm still sharp, you know. But I'm also kind of enjoying the weather and taking some time away here, playing some golf uh, with some buddies. You know, Chris Prather lives about 20 minutes from me, so him and I are actually playing golf together uh, before we head out to Bayside. And, uh, and then, you know, once we get there, you know, that's when it really turns up. Um, that's, uh, it's just a unique event. It's fun. You know, people tailgate out there, which we don't really get to see. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's just a blast. Um, the fans are loud and you can, you can see that you can feel it through the TV shows. Um, and, uh, and I can tell you one thing, you know, our, our team, uh, with Las Vegas, you know, we're hungry for, uh, for having that chance to win the event again. Uh, we finished second and third in our, in our inaugural years as a, as a team. Uh, we have the exact same team coming back that we did last year that bowled so well together. So, you know, we're really excited. We're chomping at the bits to get back at it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just going to be a lot of fun. You know, it, it, you're tuning in for the first time. You're going to see a lot of excitement out of the players. You're going to see 
some back and forth and you're just gonna, you're going to hear the loudness and the um and the roars from the fans and everyone so i'm looking forward to it i can't wait to get up there uh to kind of to end the season off and uh and hopefully the the las vegas high rollers come out on top this year because uh, i know we're ready for it yeah and just looking ahead the oil pattern you guys are bowling on the 42 foot mark roth pattern what can we expect where to traditionally where are you guys usually uh, setting up shop on that pattern and, and how, how I guess when it's team does, is there any difference in just the, uh, you know, the shorter formats that you guys are used to or, or what can we expect to see you get where you, we can, ex- where can we expect to see you guys on the lanes? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know, the, that pattern in Bayside typically, you know, uh, characteristically has, has hooked a little bit that that bowling center does have a lot of built in friction. So, You'll see guys around the middle part, you know, to the left side of the lane, um, using, you know, using relatively bigger balls, not so much, but, you know, bowling balls that don't necessarily see the front part of the lane very much, but, you know, have a whole lot, can uh, have recovery down lane. Um, You know, that oil pattern doesn't necessarily play the hardest on tour. Um, So you'll, you'll see guys kind of creating a lot more shape on that pattern. Um, you'll see guys, you'll, you'll see some angles that, um, that would probably not play, you know, on, you know, on some other conditions. Um, you'll, and you'll see a lot of excitement and strikes and hopefully you'll see a lot of big scores coming from it because like I said, it, it is, it it doesn't play as one of the harder patterns on tour. It, It is one of the, one of the easier ones. Um, and with the friction that's built in at Bayside, it kind of helps, you know, with that. Uh, but, uh, it, it is all Baker this year. So that Baker format does provide, uh, some uniqueness to it. Um, so there won't be as many shots going down, you know, on each lane per se. So you may see some bigger scores in the qualifying. And then once we get on the TV shows over on the newer side in Bayside, uh, there could be some, you know, some bigger score shot, but, uh, but yeah, you know, some guys, some guys like to play it a little straighter. Um, you know, guys that don't have a whole lot of rev rate, and then the guys that do have rev rate, um, the two-handers, you know, EJ, myself, Andrew. You know, we, the guys that the guys that can hook it a little bit. You know, we kind of play more to the inside part of the lane and use some of that friction to the right, um, especially on the newer side. So, um, it, but it, it also is one of those patterns that allows you know multiple angles of attack. Uh, from it so so that does provide some uniqueness as, as well and uh and yeah you know it, you'll see hopefully you'll see some big scores and uh, and some good games being bold well great stuff aj johnson again thank you for being here on the podcast all the best of luck moving forward with uh with the tournament there up in bayside and then uh as we head into 2023 as well absolutely no i appreciate it and uh and yeah you know kind of a kind of a great way to uh to end the year um, hopefully we can end it on a bigger note with, uh, with the high rollers getting a win in Bayside. And, uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, to carrying this momentum into, into next season. That's for sure.